Hello. If you were listening to this on podcast, anywhere you get it, your Anchor, iTunes, um, you know, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you listen to your podcast, I just wanted to say, you know, from me to you, the Daily Snap to you, thank you guys so much for supporting our content. Recently, we have noticed a large growth in our podcast platform, and I can't be more happier. I just wanted to say, truly, thank you so much for giving us an opportunity and listening to everything that we have going on with the Daily Snap. Um, just wanted to start this episode by thanking you guys personally, and specifically because I have seen the increase in growth, and I'm very, very excited. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hope you guys are excited for Kang. Let me break down and tell you if you if I believe he's worth your 6K tokens or not. Catch you guys. Enjoy the episode. Guys, he can see all, knows all the timelines, can buy you time, can trap you, can control you, can do so many evil things. Kang, the Conqueror. He's coming to Marvel Snap today. It's exciting. It's a new card. Fresh new look. Fresh coat of paint. You gotta start asking yourself those questions every Tuesday. Every Tuesday we ask ourselves that question. Is this guy worth your 6k tokens? Let's break him down. Let's take a good look. Let's see where he goes in. What he's gonna do best. What is he gonna be... Just What is he automatically gonna insert himself into? Because quite frankly, could be anything. Kang has the ability that no other card in the game truly can do. He absolutely resets the time that is played within a turn. Five energy, zero power. Description is on reveal. Look at what your opponent did, then restart the turn without Kang. What does that mean? Well, that's a hell of a good question because there were so many of them surrounding this character from the very moment that he was data mined. Uh, he was discussed on the red carpet of Ant-Man and Quantumanium, ironically, by Ben Brode, which is really fun and awesome. But this guy, he does a lot of really interesting and cool things. Uh, first and foremost, is he worth your 6k tokens? Just off the... just right away? Probably. Wanna know why? He is a big bad in Marvel Snap. He's a big bad in the Marvel Universe. And because of that tagline, he will never ever drop below 6,000 tokens. He will stay with Thanos, he will stay with Galactus, they will be the big bads of Series 5. So therefore, this guy is never going to feel bad about purchasing because he's never going to be cheaper than 6,000 tokens, unless of course they do inevitably, see what I did there, uh, change the 6k to cost to a cheaper cost, but this will now probably never ever be a Series 4 card or below. So right there, yeah. Spend your 6k tokens. Now the question is, do you need Kang? Well, I don't think you need him, right? I don't think everyone's going to need this card. I don't... I'm hoping, right? This is, it's probably a bit of a stretch, but I'm hoping he's not a every single deck card. I'm hoping he's not going to do what Thanos is currently doing, what Galactus may have been doing for a time, what Zabu and Surfer have done. Uh, through their course of life of history in the Marvel Snap universe. But Kang has a real place in the game. This ability is unlike anything else. There's nothing that you can compare it to. There, you, know, you can make the comparison of the Daredevil. This is completely and utterly and entirely different. 
And the reason why is because he resets every single thing that happens in a turn. Now, it doesn't reset potential outcomes. They will always be the same. Uh, as an example, if we play Kang on five and our opponent played a leech on, or not, let's not say leech, let's say Nick Fury. So your opponent Nick Fury is a new Kang. Well, whatever the cards that your opponent received with Nick Fury, uh, they will be the exact same cards. So this is also useful information for your opponent because they're going to know, well, my Nick Fury wasn't good. Uh, the three cards I'm going to get from him aren't going to help me win the game, so I can probably get out of here. But Kang does more than that, actually. <laughs> he does even more. You can now snap. So if you're the Kang player, and you're on turn 5, or you're on turn 6, and you haven't snapped in the game yet, you can snap. Because Kang resets the turn, which also resets snaps, which is insane. Uh, he resets draws, but it is an, an assumed outcome that it will be the exact same. So whatever card your opponent drew that turn, whatever card you drew that turn, it will be the exact same, with the exception of if you drew Kang. So if you played on turn 5 and you drew Kang on 5, you can reset the board. However, you Kang will be gone and you'll draw another card from your deck. Same thing on turn 6. Uh, if you play this card on turn 6 and it was the card you drew that turn, you get to reset the time and draw a new card. So this ability, once again, it's kind of unheard of. Daredevil lets you look at what your opponent did before you make a decision. But it doesn't flat let you reset a snap or, you know see the outcome of what cards will do and how cards will, uh, you know, create and do things, you know, with, again, once, with the exception of none of it, right? It's all predetermined, which means they can't be changed once it's happened, which is honestly kind of just code for the game in general, I believe. Like, when a game code starts and if you're, if you draw an Agent Coulson, the game is already predetermined what you're going to get in that particular set scenario when you play it no matter at what point your game is going to play it it's probably just instantly registers upon the game which is why it's very simple for kang to reset those things in my opinion um but as a whole nonetheless this card is incredibly unique and it might it might be toxic honestly <laughs> like it might leave people really upset um, explicitly because of the snap. You know, I think that's the most powerful thing that Kang is going to do because you can freely snap your opponent. You can just freely bluff your opponent, uh, letting them choose if they want to play their cards or not. And if they play their cards and you play Kang, well, you get to reset and you get to figure out the best way that you can beat your opponent. Now, on the other hand, if they don't, and they just give you a cube, which is also great. And the last thing, which might be my favorite thing, if they assume that you're a Kang deck, if they think you're going to Kang, maybe they don't do anything. Maybe they try to bluff you, right? Maybe that's going to be the bluff with inside the bluff is, oh, you played Kang? Well, I didn't play anything. I didn't reveal any information. Um, lots of really cool scenarios with Kang at the end of the day. I'm very excited for him. Uh, I, I don't think there's any natural synergies to him because he's just... Uh, he's just one. Of, he, he's not not that I think it's going to be what I would call a Kang deck. I don't think he's going to create his own archetype for himself. But what he's going to do is he's going to allow uh, you know control decks the ability to know exactly what your opponent is going to do. It's very powerful. Um, if your opponent's going to play Devil Dino, well, I don't want to use my Shang Chi on Devil Dino. I can just use my Enchantress on Devil Dino. 
Uh, is my opponent going to skip a turn so he can play She-Hulk and buff his... You know, buff his sunspot. Um, is my opponent going to spread his all his power out to two different, two or three different scenarios? How can I defend that? Um, is my arrow still good? Does he have a cosmos? Is my surfer still good? Like, there's all of these really crazy and wild things that Kang just removes the questions from. He has all the answers. He sees all time. He knows everything. He, who must not be named, may very well become. One of the more frustrating cards to play against in Marvel Snap. What deck are you going to play him in first? Honestly, Galactus is what comes to mind. Ironically enough, let's play Galact. Let's put him in Galactus, right? Let's let's just put him in that scenario for a second. How often do I play Galactus? And I'm attempting to win on five with Galactus, but I know I'm potentially playing into an arrow. Well, now I can play Kang on five. I can see if my opponent has an arrow. And if he doesn't, then the turn resets and I get to play my Galactus and I get to win the game. <laughs> Which, once again, is going to be the mind games of Galactus and the mind games of Kang and the bluffing and all those fun things. But it does enable that line of play. Same thing at the end of the game. Let's, play, let's say I do succeed and play Galactus on 5. Well, now I can play Kang on 6 and let my opponent do whatever he wants and then see if I can beat him. And if I can beat him, then I will beat him. Like, oh, maybe... I'm supposed to play in a certain order. Maybe I'm supposed to not play cards that have more than nine power because my opponent has a Shang-Chi. All of these things are very interesting and different and unique to consider when you have Kang to give you all the answers because, once again, he sees everything. Um, same thing with Sarah Control, honestly. Sarah Control has the ability to kind of play a Kang on five rather than playing Sarah on five. Because if we can play a Kang on 5 and your opponent has a Leech or a Sandman or you know, whatever it may be, well now you can just say, oh, now I know what he's going to do, which means I shouldn't play my Star or I should play out more cards because I don't want to lose a Sandman or my all my, my certain cards in my hand are going to get Leeched. I don't want to do that. Kang is going to prevent a lot of those things as well. This card's going to fit into a lot of control archetypes. Um, maybe... You can see some love in some aggro decks. I'm not certain that it makes much sense there. I think you could see it, you know, in just like big single dude decks. You know, like Darkhawk decks might just put a Kang in their list. Um, if you look at it similar to an American Chavez, since you get to reset the turn and get to draw a new card, it's kind of like having an 11, 11 card deck um, in a way, which... You just get to time, basically time walk your opponent in a way to having them give you information so you know how to best play against it. It's very interesting. I think it's one of the most unique cards they've ever released. I do have a bit of worry about him, um, but yeah, 6k tokens is well worth the controversy that this card might bring with it. And for my bang, for my buck, it's the card that I've been saving my tokens for in February it will be the card that I'm going to purchase and I'm going to have video highlights for him. So stay tuned for that. If it's not, if I if it's already out, it'll be in the end screen right now. If it's not, check out this video that's currently here because I'm sure it'll be just as helpful as this one. It's probably about stature, let's be honest. And of course, as always, if this information helped you to make your decision, help me out. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Comment. Let me know. Are you excited for Kang? Kang, are you a you know, are you afraid of he who must not be named? 
Do you think that Kang is going to conquer Marvel Snap? That's the biggest question that I have for you guys. Catch you in the next one. See ya.